It is Thursday, July 30th, 2020, and you are tuned into Dirt Tracker Daily. I'm Justin Fiedler. After a couple of nights off, Indiana Sprint Week returned to racing last night at the Terre Haute Action Track for the Don Smith Classic. Brady Bacon entered the night as the points leader for the week, but the battle for the title is tight at the top. At the green flag, it was Jake Swanson on the pole with Chase Stockin to his outside. Stockin led lap one, but Brady Bacon quickly moved up from third to take the lead on lap two. Bacon put a gap on second place and was out front until a restart on lap 18 saw Justin Grant take over the top spot. Grant's turnout front was short-lived, though, as Stockin got back to the lead just one lap later. Stockin was good on the bottom, and it looked like he might drive away to the win, uh, but a pair of late cautions changed the race out front. As Stockin was coming to what was supposed to be the original checker, Nate McMillan got turned around right in front of the leaders in turn four, causing the first yellow and on the subsequent green-white checkered, Dennis Gow got turned around, causing the second yellow again as Stockin was coming to the checker. On the final green-white checkered, Stockin led coming to the white, but a little bobble on the bottom into turn one gave Grant the opening he needed. Both he and Chris Wyndham got by Stockin, with Grant going on to take the win. Wyndham was second, Stockin third, CJ Leary finished fourth, and Shane Cottle finished in fifth. After the race, Stockin and a lot of others questioned the call on the second yellow. But USAC's Kurtz Bridgen tweeted that it was an easy yellow to throw with guys further back in the field of danger in danger of hitting the spinning car. Following night number four, Justin Grant extended his lead in the season long standings, and he's also now the Indiana Sprint Week points leader over Chase Stockham, Brady Bacon, CJ Leary, and Chris Windham. Indiana Sprint Week continues tonight at the Lincoln Park Speedway, and you can watch all of the action live on Flow Racing. Super Dirt Car Series finally held their first points race of the season last night at Bridgeport Motorsports Park. The Big Block Modifieds raced at Volusia back in February, but those races don't count for the season standings. With all the cancellations and postponements, it's been a long wait for the series to get back to racing again. For the start of the 100-lap feature, it was Larry White and Billy Decker on the pole. This was a night where it didn't really pay to be the leader. Early leader Larry White ended up out of the race with a mechanical failure. Billy Decker suffered a flat right rear while leading out front at lap 25. Um, Stuart Friesen then took over the lead after Decker, Decker's issues. After early problems also for Matt Shepard, he drove through the field to challenge Friesen for the lead late in the going, but after getting to the lead with 12 laps left, Shepard then almost immediately had issues that ended his race. Friesen was able to hold off Billy Decker over the remaining laps to take the win. Decker was second, Jimmy Phelps third, Andy Bichetti fourth, and Mike Moreska finished in fifth. Next up on the schedule for the Super, Super Dirt Car Series is Tuesday, August 4th at Thunder Mountain Speedway in New York. Summer Nationals late models uh, took on LaSalle Speedway last night for 40 laps and $5,000 to win. A strong field of cars was in attendance, but none of them could challenge Brian Shirley. Shirley went quick time and qualifying, won his heat race, drew the pole, and led all 40 laps en route to his 30th career Summer Nationals win. Tyler Erb finished second, Dennis Erb Jr. third, Shannon Babb fourth, and Chase Youngins was fifth. Brian Shirley continues to lead the Summer Nationals point standings. In the night's modified Nationals feature, Nick Hoffman led flag to flag to grab his third straight series win. Both Will Krupp and Mike McKinney had issues early ending their nights, and Hoffman was challenged late by six-time champion Mike Harrison, but he was just too good at the end. It was Hoffman winning over Harrison, Ray Bollinger, Alan Weiser, and Hunt Gossam. Hoffman continues to lead the series points. Both the late models and modifieds were supposed to be in action at Peoria tonight, but that race has been lost again due to weather. Modifieds will be back this weekend at Fairbury with the late models returning next week. 
Uh, actually, not next week. Uh, August 10th, excuse me. Uh, Lincoln Speedway held their 10,000 to win Dryden 40 Sprint Car Race last night, and there was drama early. After coming together during the World of Outlaws show last week, Danny Dietrich and Freddie Grammer were again involved in an incident, this time in heat races. The two made contact and both spun into turn one. Under caution, Dietrich found it necessary to get out of his car and actually throw some punches at Raymer. Uh, interesting because Raymer still had his helmet on. Both drivers were able to continue, though, in the heat race. In the night's feature, it was Brian Mon teeth on the pole, but David Gravel rolled the top to grab the early lead. Gravel was under threat for most of the race from both Brent Marks and Logan Schuhart, with lap traffic keeping the top three locked in a tight battle. Gravel was just good enough, though, to keep the two at bay to grab the win in a rare mid-season non-Word of Outlaws appearance. Marks finished second, Schuhart was third, Lucas Wolf fourth, and Alan Crimes finished in fifth. Last night was night number two for the US MTS Modifieds at Mason City Motor Speedway for Mod Mania, and it was Lucas Schott who grabbed his 10th career series win. Terry Phillips was second, Brooks Strength third, Zach Vanderbeek fourth, and Jake Tim finished in fifth. Series points leader Rodney Sanders finished seventh. The Modifieds are back at Mason City tonight for night number three of Mod Mania with $4,000 going to the winner. The Word of Outlaws and Knoxville Raceway announced yesterday the format for the upcoming one and only weekend, which has replaced this year's Knoxville Nationals. Thursday and Friday are full po programs paying 10000 to win, with drivers earning points over the first two days to set up Saturday's action. Qualifying for the first two nights will see the order seeded by hot lap times, with three cars qualifying at a time. The six heat races each, each night will see the top eight cars inverted. The top eight in points will be in the dash. For Saturday, the top four in points from Thursday and Friday are then locked into Saturday's dash. The remaining cars will be split into four qualifying races with the four winners also going to the dash. The 30-lot feature on Saturday is $50,000 to win and $3,000 to start. If you'd like to see the full explanation of the format plus the purse, all of that broken down, uh, you can find that at worldofoutlaws.com or you can click the story link from the front page of dirttracker.com. Tonight, the All-Stars kick off a busy four-race stretch that takes the series to Plymouth Dirt Track tonight, then 34 Raceway tomorrow, and then two nights over the weekend at the reopened Hucett Speedway. I spent a bunch of time this week on the All-Stars analytics section. Um, I have now all races from 2020 and all races from 2019 into the database. The race count right now for the All-Stars is 74. Four. The total race count between the three series, I believe, is 318 right now. So we're going to start doing some uh, winner predictions for the All-Stars as well. Uh, according to the prediction formula, Kyle Larson is a massive favorite tonight at Plymouth. The biggest win percentage we've seen so far from the formula. He's won 70% uh, of the simulated races, so huge advantage to Larson. But the problem with that is that I have yet to see confirmation if Larson is actually going to be at Plymouth tonight. Uh, I believe he is going to be at Hucits over the weekend, but not sure about tonight and tomorrow. Uh, so we'll see if Larson is racing. If not, the formula likes Aaron Reitzel tonight. Aaron Reitzel finished fourth at Plymouth in 2019, and he's going to be looking to rebound from his 23rd place result the last time out with the All-Stars at Port Royal. You can watch the action live tonight on Flow Racing. We'll take a quick look at the pay-per-view schedule for tonight before we get going today. Um, a bunch of shows. Flow Racing has three. Uh, Lincoln Park Speedway tonight for the USAC Sprint Cars Indiana Sprint Week. They've also got that All-Star Circuit of Champions show from the Plymouth Dirt Track. And then IMC action from Coast County Speedway. Race and Dirt has the night, uh, the third night of Mod Mania from uh, Mason Mo City Motor Speedway for the USMTS. And then Speed Sport has uh, three shows. Sprint Invaders and IMCA divisions from Dubuque Speedway. They've got Wasoda Race 
Racing from Grand Rapids Speedway, and then 360 Sprint Cars, Sportsman Sprint Cars, and Northwest Focus Midgets uh, from Skagit Speedway tonight. So you can find links to all of those in that full list of races on the streaming schedule tonight. You can find that at dirttracker.com slash watch tonight if you are looking for something to watch. Uh, that's it for the show today. Hope everybody has a good Thursday. You can find Dirt Tracker daily on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or where you get podcasts. Please subscribe and leave a review. You can also watch the show every day on YouTube and Facebook. You can email the show at info at dirttracker.com and you can follow along at facebook.com slash dirttracker, twitter.com slash dirttracker, and the website itself, dirttracker.com. You can follow me personally on Twitter at Justin underscore Fiedler and don't forget to sign up for the Dirt Tracker weekly newsletter. Thanks everybody for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow for more Dirt Tracker Daily. Thank you.